ערב שבת קודש, ראש חודש אדר, שנכנס אדר מרבים בשמחה. בפרשה זו פרשת משפטים, coinciding with ראש חודש, coinciding with שקלים. So uh, we have what's called over here a triple header. That's a rare, perfect, uh, perfect storm, good storm, where they get together and they all meet. The Enyan of Shekalim. באחד באדר משמיעים על השקלים. זה משנה. On the first of Adar, today, tomorrow, the olden days, משמיעים על השקלים. אז מי משמיעים? רש"י explains, מכריזים. מה פירוש מכריזים? They make an answer. רבותיי, fork up the half a shekel. The bank is open, everybody come pay up the half a shekel. And they would take all the money they collected during this month. The fiscal year of the Beit HaMikdash starts in Nisan. There's a Chodesh Shesilichim Lachadesh Eta Lishka. And when is that? That's Nisan. They take the new monies. They start using the new monies. But we gave. The Farshim, the Aptarav, asks a simple question. He says, so the word mashmi'im means machrizim. So be'ahad be'adar, mashmi'im. Pirush, machrizim, they announce ala shekalim. So he asks, so write machrizim. <laughs> I mean, what do you got to go like this for? When Chamaruch used to tell us, when you scratch your ear, one guy scratches his ear, his right ear with his right hand. Another guy goes like this, he scratches like this. What do you have to scratch like this for when you can scratch like this? Say machrizim, and I don't need... Uh, so the Abdel Rav said, word mashmi'in tarte mashma. Mashmi'in has two interpretations. Mashmi'in also means to understand. Shema Yisrael, what does it mean? Understand, to perceive. You know sometimes when you're trying to see if somebody understands you, what do you tell the guy? You hear me? What does you hear me mean? You understand me, you comprehend me. Like by Avraham Abinu with Ephron. Explain is listen to what I'm saying, listen to the depth of what I'm saying. So therefore, it's not enough to collect shikali, because if you're just learning collect shikali, that applies only with much of it. But if you learn that there's a bigger mitzvah here, it's a mitzvah to understand the inyan of the shikali. Then already it's the so therefore, by using mashmi'im, it encompasses all of time. Not only b'zman shemit of dashkayam, she'az machrizim ala shekalim, but even in the times that the temple is not around, mashmi'im ala shekalim, you still have a mitzvah to come along and explain it. Because all the Torah has explanations. If you think that the only reason why we give ma'zit shekel is to fund the Beit HaMikdash, you're making a mistake. There's, there's depth behind each one of these mitzvot. So you always have to try to figure out what's the lesson behind the mitzvah and then I can use it in my life. I can, I can, I can have a practical application. So even though the physical ma'asita shekel might not apply today, but the lesson of ma'asita shekel has to apply. 
everything in the Torah has relevance forever. So when we say, well, this, this mitzvah is not nohig, yet the physical mitzvah is not nohig, but the moral of the story is still there. So the mashma'im al that's what we came to do today. That's what we did last night in the shoot as well. Last night we gave one mahalach, ayin chap. Now we're going to give a different, a different approach. The question that we had is a, a double question. Number one, why half a shekel? You never see mitzvot half. On the contrary, when it comes to mitzvot, we always talk about shlemut. If the mitzvah is haser, it's pagum. You don't take half an etrog. If, they, if, they, if somebody takes a bite out of the etrog, so a ma'asit etrog, it's, it's pasul. In the otiyot of the Sefer Torah, uchtavtam, shiye ketiva tama, meaning the letters have to be complete. All the mitzvot's like that. There's a shlimut in the mitzvot. When it comes to this mitzvah, uh, I want to give a whole, not a half. Half. By the way, it's not so much money to start off with. So it's not like, uh, so well, listen, we're trying to uh, you know, save money. It's a shekel. Once a year. No, the mitzvah is ma'atzit. And no more, no less. Why ma'atzit? But that's the law, ma'atzit is shekel. That's the law. Then the question then is, the Masechet, which God willing we're going to learn after Masechet Pesachim, which devotes itself to this mitzvah. So it must be it's an important mitzvah, by the way. And we don't have Masechet Shatnes. But there's a Masechet dedicated to Mahzit HaShekel. And what's the name of the Masechet? Masechet Mahzit HaShekel. It's not called Mahzit HaShekel. The Masechet is called Masechet Shekalim. Strange. You're dedicating the Masechet to the Mitzvah, but you didn't name it correctly. You should call it Masechet Ma'asita Shekel. It's not Masechet Shekalim. There's no Shekalim. You don't give a Shekel. It's a good question. By the way, now already it's coming to me. You can ask yourself, why do you call this Shabbat Shabbat Shekalim? Should be called Shabbat Mahasita Shekel. You're naming it exactly what the Torah told you don't do. Ha'ashi lo yarbe, lo For some reason, the Torah it's gotta be half a shekel. And we come along and say, yeah, but we're gonna name the Shabbat. Don't worry about it. Call Shabbat Shekalim. By the way, call Shabbat Mahasita Shekel. What's the problem? And the question doesn't bother so many people. But it bothers me. That, that's all it cares. That's all it counts in this class. If it bothers me, then it's a question. If it doesn't bother me, that's not a question. I'm the moderator. So therefore, whatever bothers the moderator, that we're concerned about. So if, even if it doesn't concern you, this question, when you give your shi'ur, you'll discuss the things that concern you. In the meantime, that's the she'ilah. Another she'ilah. There's no quota on the she'ilot. What did they do with the Mahasita Shekel? That's a good question. What did they do with it? 
They spent it, that's for sure. Oh, so different boxes, they spent it on different items. So one of the things they spent it on was the Qurban Tamid, which is very understandable. You need to uh, be part of the Qurban Tamid, it's a collective item. It's a Qurban Sibur. So everybody has to be part of it. Sabit bin Israel. So how does bin Israel be part of a Qurban? Everybody uh, chips in. So by, by giving a half a shekel, you're a part of the group. That's a good mitzvah. But if you see in the parasha, there's actually three mahasita shekels that they gave. One of the other expenses that they used for the mahasita shekel, exactly, for the sockets, the adanim. Let's go back. You have a mishkan? The mishkan has... Kirashim, uh, poles. The poles are like pegs on the bottom, so they don't uh, they don't stand. So you need to put a base on the bottom. The base is called adanim. You know the sukkahs that they have the old old the sukkahs. You put those brackets on the bottom the, to hold the walls together. That's what they had over there, adanim. Hadush. I understand why you had to be partners in the Qurban Tamid. If, if you were asking me, hey listen, we want them to be partners in the Mishkan. Well no, in the Mishkan, the rule was, Nidiv live. There's no rule when it comes to building the Mishkan. Everybody give what they want. Some give more, some give less. When it comes to the Adanim, however, Torah says, mandatory, have shekel, you must be equally, Why? I don't have a problem being partners. If you were to ask me, I would say, Rabotai, we're building the Aron. That's the Torah. On this, everybody's got to give everything. We're going to be part of the Aron. You pick the most insignificant part of the mission. It's not even, it's not even Kadosh. I don't, maybe this Kadosh. I don't want it. It's, a, it's a, a, the floor. Oh, everybody has to be buckies on the, on the Adanim. Why? The Menorah. Menorah, okay. Torah. I mean, there's so many other. The Mizbeya. Jacob, I'm not going to go through every one of the, of the, of the items in the Menorah. My point is pick, if you're telling me, I don't know why you have to go partners in anything. Because I thought the Mishkan is just donations. But if you tell me, no, but there's one area we want to all be you know, part with, no problem. You would not have picked the Adanim as the item. I guarantee you. But the Torah says, that's the item. And they were made out of gold. Okay, we all know that. And the question is, the question is why? The question is why? Oh. So I found an amazing Rabbeinu Bahia. Last night we quoted Rabbeinu Bahia. Last night in Kadakemah. Yeah, unbelievable. But now I'm going to quote Ibn Ubaqya in the Pirush al Torah. That's the rabbi of the week, Ibn Ubaqya. So he's in Parashat Pekudeh. Incredible Ibn Ubaqya. In Parashat Pekudeh, I saw it yesterday and I even, you know, highlighted it in my book so I could see it. Oh. It is in, if you want to follow, it's in Pikudet Perek Mem, 
Pasuk Tet Zayin. What does it say? Pikudeh, where is the end of the whole Mishkan uh, uh, construction? Mamash Perek Mem Pasuk Tet Zayin is like the last Pasuk of Mishkan. You have Terumat, Tesaveh, Vayakeh, Pikudeh, last Pasuk. Vayas Moshe, Kechol Asher Siba Adonai Oto, Ken Asa. Mission accomplished. This is the Tashlum. Now hold on to your seats. Which is the beginning of the Mishkan. That's Pasuk 1. For Mishkan is the last. Ramah Asiyot Bimlechet Mishkan Vekelav. Count how many times it says Vasu Vasita Kentasu. 248 times the word Vasu. From the beginning to the end. He's I counted it and it's Bidiyuk. He says, wait. He says, wait. However, there's two that are not part of the count. Now he says, uh, that's a sketch. It doesn't work. I mean, either it works or it doesn't work. Now you're not ready, you got to take the, the pliers out. They're squeezing the hadush. No, 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 it's not squeezing the hadush. Two of the assays are by the egil. Kum ase lanu elohim. So you're not going to count. Because that's a part of the mishkan. That's just a cipher. Because in the interim, because he knows if you're going to count without looking at the pesukim, you count to 250. No, don't count. He says, Don't count the asiyot of Eloha Nechar. They're not part of the Hezbon. Kum ase lanu ve'ed'ama ese. Ve'chol hashar timsaem ramah bekivun. You'll find 248 bekivun. What's the what's the hadush? So when you hear two forty eight, whatever's the first thing that comes to your brain, mitzvot, barim. So he says, vehem keneged ramach mitzvot aseh shebatorah. Oh, so this is, this is a big hadush here. <clears throat> Which means that Benu Bahya is revealing to us a great secret that the mishkan actually is an embodiment of the Torah. Meaning, if you wanted to build the Torah, not a book, if you wanted to take this book and put it in a structure, like a puzzle, Abdiel, so the structure of Torah is the Mishkan. That means, foundation. huh? That's what I'm saying. The, the point over here is, if you want to take the Ramah Mitzvot, it's a 248-piece puzzle. The way you build it is Mishkan. And it means you can point to every part of the Mishkan. Lulav is over here. Sukkah is over here. Matzah, that's over here. There was, there was built with tremendous kabanot. And therefore, Va'asu was 248 times. He comes along and he says, 
והם כנגד רמח איברים שבאדם. So that comes out the Mishkan actually is also a miniature of the person. It's a human, it's a mini-human, it's not mini, it's whatever it is. Ki kishem sham mishkan shakul keneged ha'olam, kenu kolel kol ha'torah, the mishkan includes the whole Torah, b'ramach haseh, sheba gam et ha'adam b'ramach ibarim. He says, listen, I have a lot to say, b'lulei ha'arichut, if it wasn't so long, we'd have to say, ha'iti marhiv lecha, but I don't have time, whatever. <coughs> so he stopped right there. But you see over a great lesson. When you're looking at the Mishkan, you're looking at the Ramah, the Ramah Mitzvot. The Ramah Mitzvot, the human being also, because really that's the goal. The goal is not to keep the, uh, the Shekhinah in the Mishkan. The goal is to make yourself a Mishkan. That the Shekhinah will rest in you. Make the Mishkan, but the goal is to take that Ramach and it should rest in your Mishkan. Right? Bilbabi, in, in, in the heart of, of every single Jew. Very nice. There's a great rabbi called Be'er Yosef. Rabbi Yosef Salant. So he comes over here and he says something amazing. He says... Gemara Makot. Famous Gemara Makot. Page 24. The Gemara says there's Tariyag Mitzvot. There's 613 Mitzvot. By the way, it's a Gemara before Hashem. How do you know 613? There's a Mahlokan amongst the Rishonim which 613 are included, but everybody knows the code. Remember the Samsonite luggages? You had the, the code? The code is 613. That's the number. Now, how do you divide it? Rambam, Sifra Mitzvot, Kedolot, Ramban. That's Ma'alog. But you got to get the 613. Tariag. By the way, wouldn't it be great if Torah would equal 613? That would be, uh, you fall off your seats. Torah is how much? Tap is 400. Vav is 6. That's 406. Resh. Is 200, that's 606, and here is 5, 611. Okay, that's close enough, by the way. <laughs> I can, I'm happy. Within two, within two. That's close enough, by the way. Right, 611, by the way. It's a, you can't get closer than that. So the Mefarshim say, the Gemara says, the first two commandments, Anochi and Lo Yihyeh, we didn't hear from Moshe. We heard from God. So we only heard how many from Moshe? 611. Torah sivalanu Moshe. Moshe gave us 611. That's perfect. <laughs> not b'di'avad. Uh, not we don't say b'di'avad hadushim. Torah sivalanu Moshe, 611. Oh. Gemara says, Ba David... David Amelie came along and said, like we read in this chapter in Tirim, we, wrote, we, we, we said the Derash on this chapter recently, I think it's chapter 15, 11, 11 items. What does it mean, 11 items? The Torah says 613, David Amelie comes and says 11. How could he capitulate the Torah 
to 11. Pshat is like this. This Gemara means to say that you got to keep the 613. Nobody has a right to minimize or to take away even one small nikudah. But the question is, you know, I don't want to say shortcuts. You know, when you have a certain chokhmah, so a good teacher will come along and say, you want to know how to master this chokhmah? Here's some shortcuts. Do this, 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 and you'll get it. There's tricks, there's tricks, there's always tricks. So David Amalek said, listen, in order to get to the 613, focus on these 11. And by focusing on these 11 gates, you'll get it. Which is, he gave the, the, the he's like a, in the olden days, they were able to, they didn't need shortcuts. They were 613, we don't need any help. They do it. Now Moshe Rebbe, they make it 11. You shouldn't think it's like the Ashur Shalom, the, you know, the minimize, not the reform of the Ashur Shalom. Micha came along and said, listen, even 11 is too much to focus on. Focus on three. Like he says, Micha, what did he say? Hasnei Alechet, Asot Mishpat, whatever it says in that pasuk over there. Three items. Came the prophet Habakkuk and he said the Torah, it's one item, which is in our generation. After that, that's it. You went from 613 to one. That means if you do this one, that's the portal that you get in. What is it? Tzadik be'imunato yahyeh. Emuna. That's it. Emuna. That means in the final generation, what's going to be the item that Klaisel is going to have to focus on? Emuna. If the Emuna is strong, that'll be the entrance into the Tariag. It's going to carry over the line, exactly. At the end of the time, Emuna, that's going to be, and that's going to be the biggest challenge. As long, and look, we see today, as long as we have the Emuna strong, that's the buoy that'll keep your head above water at the end of time. So if you're going to focus on other things, you're not going to make it. Habakkuk is telling you at the end of time, Sadiq be'umunato yihyeh. Otherwise, you're going to drown. Yihyeh, you will live. As it live, your head will be above water. Take the muna off. If your muna is shaky, the tide's going to pull you in. Which is amazing, you saw it. And when that's the sort of all the Torah. When that's the sort. Says Be'er Yosef, go back to your Mishkan. Where in the Mishkan is Emunah? In the 613 mitzvot. Well, if Emunah is the Yesod, that means Emunah must be where? The Adarim. What's holding up the Mishkan? What's holding up the Tariag? The sockets. By the way, take the sockets out, the Mishkan falls apart. So if you want to identify, hey, where in this big structure is Imunah here? Balulav is over there. 
סוכה זה עובד, פסח זה עובד. או, אמונה, או, אמונה זה גם בלתי יסוד. That is referring to the אדנים. Says Be'er Yosef Gorgeous. When it comes to Torah, the Aron, everybody's different in their capacity how much Torah they can fathom. Some people are great hachamim, some people are balabatim that know, some people are amar. So to say that everybody should be equal when it comes to the Aron, you're not equal. Even when it comes to other mitzvot, some people do the more behidur, less behidur, However, there's one mitzvah that cannot be compromised by anybody. Everybody has to have, like we say, You can't say, well, I'm 80%. So therefore, there's one mitzvah that has to be equally shared by all. So therefore, you got to be buckies in which chalik? In the part that you're all equal on. There we don't say, well, he's a gadol, so he has to have more emunah than me. No, 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 emunah. Which means, if you have a life jacket, your life jacket's got to be the same life jacket as the gadol ador. You can't say, well, I'm a regular guy, so give me, uh, give me one that's missing air. You're going to drown. If it's a lifesaver, there's no such thing as a good life vest and a bad life vest. The life vest has to be... Now, when it comes to other things, he has a better one. Your, your, your ring is better than my ring. Okay, that's not, that's not integral. But for a life saving... So on that, Moshe Rabinu says, here, you got to be equal. So that's why there were partners in the Emunah. Partners in the Emunah. Says the Rav. Says the Rav, something incredible. Says, once already, you see it's in, in Yad of Emunah. Abotai, Emunah is challenging. There's no question about it. Emunah is not an easy thing. There's challenges in Emunah. Everybody has challenges in Emunah. And the most pronounced or profound challenge that has been going on throughout the generations is the challenge of Sadiq Berala. That's where really the emunah gets tested. Sadiq Veralo. Sadiq Veralo. When bad things happen to good people. Then already the Yisra says, well, the, uh, how can a good God let these things happen? And then when you see the Rasha prospering, well, the most of the emunah becomes questioned. That's the Yenya. Yeah, what's going on today? <coughs> I recently heard a story about uh, Rabbi Shweka's mother. I'll ask Shalom. They had a yard site last week. She's a great lady. That's my Habruta Eli Dayan, his wife's grandmother. Rabbi Shweka's mother. She's a big Sadekit. Uh, she comes home one day, after lunch, she goes to visit somebody. She comes home in the afternoon. She sees her husband's jacket is still on the chair. But he didn't go to shul. She goes upstairs. He passed away in his bed. So sudden. Anushana. She was sadiqat. Shortly thereafter that, her daughter, it was a famous story, she got killed in an accident in the mountain. She got hit by the bus. 
by Shrek's sister. She fell out of the van or something. She got a terrible mamasha. So she got hit. And then shortly thereafter that, they repossessed the house. So she was evicted from her house. She had a, they took the house. She was homeless. She lost her husband, her daughter, her house. So one of the grandchildren asked her, how did you cope? So she said, when do you need emunah? You need emunah, not during the good times. That's what it is. It's emunah. That's, that's what it's saying. Emunah. He says, I took out the emunah from my pocket. Baruch Hashem, I have emunah. And, uh, without the emunah, you drown. Right into the like it says. Sadiq emunah. Which means, otherwise, without emunah, <clears throat> you take off your uh, religion. You say, you know what? I did all this for what? For what? This is the reward I get. See you later. I'm going to go become Hasbish Shalom. And what's the difference? It's the same thing. The good guy gets bad, and the bad guy gets good. So it's all random anyway. So what am I doing all this for? How's for shalom? That's when you need emunah. Okay, that's... Again, the only thing is sayon. So by the way, and we don't want to be tested. But nobody knows their emunah muscle until the muscle has to be used. You know, so you can be a guy, oh, Baruch Hashem, what emunah? Every time I speak to him, Baruch Hashem, is that the shame? That doesn't prove nothing. You understand? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we saw Baruch Hashem, it's good. But the, the, real, the real test is if there's a hundred pound weight on the floor, you have no proof yet if he's strong or not. The weight is on the floor. When he picks up the weight, okay, now you get born. When the muscle is used, then you see what his kawa is. Again, only then is sayon, but everybody in their own level. You have to flex the emunah. Without it, it's a drown. Sadiq b'munah But the Sadiq b'ra'alo challenges the emunah, challenges it. So things don't make sense always to us. And especially in the society that we're living in, where there's answers to everything today. Today you go on the Google, you type in any nonsense question, you know, and in 1.2 seconds, there's an answer. And if it takes four seconds, you call the guy, hey, my server's working uh, slower. Could you speed it up there? Why? Well, it took four seconds. So when you type in Google, Sadiq Viratlo, sorry, cannot. Uh, so we're not used to that. We're not used to getting a, a, no queries found for, for, for a question that we ask. The Apikorsim, where was God during the Holocaust? That's the question. And we don't judge the people that were there. People that were there, the, the Bamash was a big challenge. Those that survived and remained uh, with Emunah, that, 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 that's not a hundred pound weight, that's a six million pound weight. Because they were there, they saw it, they smelt it, they felt it. They looked at a six million pound weight of Emunah. And they're still from and Ma'aminim, B'nei Ma'aminim, Ashleim, Israel. So they asked the Hafez Chaim, <clears throat> what's, the, what's the key of Imunah? How do you get Imunah? He said the following. He said, Mashal, famous Mashal of Hafez Chaim. There was a kid, he lives in the city, every day he comes home, his mother gives him a loaf of bread. He knows bread. 
One day his mother tells him, you're going to go to your uncle, he lives on the farm, in the south over there, and you're going to live on a farm for the summer. So, okay, kapara. He goes to his uncle's house, he sees, his uncle says, did your mother ever tell you how we make bread? He said, no, I don't know how we make it. It comes, I see it comes out of the oven, there's bread. So he says, this is wheat. He shows him hatim. So, oh, these are hatim, wheat come from the hatim. He says, okay, very good. Come with me. He takes the hatim and he starts to pulverize them. So the, the guy says, what are you doing? You're pulverizing them. He says, no, you don't ask questions. Are you making bread? You're destroying them. Adds water to it. Makes a dough. Oh, now I understand. Puts it in the oven. You got it. I didn't know that. Beautiful. One morning, at 5 o'clock in the morning, they wake up the kid. They say, come, where are you going now? Yeah, go take the uh, bowl of wheat. The bowl of wheat, the 10 million kernels, bring them. And uh, take a cup with you. They go out to the field. So he says, put them on the side first. Take this tractor. You see this beautiful field over here? <laughs> go plow the field. He doesn't know what plowing is. It's such a beautiful field. Almost he's making furrows to the whole field. A beautiful field. Turned it into a... All tracks. The guy said, what are, you, what are you, crazy? We woke up five in the morning to, to mutilate a perfectly gorgeous field. Listen, you're a kid. Don't ask so many questions. Go get that wheat that I told you now. Go throw the wheat all over the place. He said, yeah, yeah, do you mind? This is the wheat that we make bread from. Don't ask questions. Take the wheat, throw it in the field. Scatter it. Don't leave one even. One. You're taking food and you're throwing it into the dirt. After you throw it to the dirt, take the tractor again, plow it again. So it really goes buried into the ground. The guy says, listen, you're crazy uncle. You, you know, you, 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 you're doing things that are so ridiculous. Okay, I go back to the house. Wait. A few months later, it starts to grow beautiful green. Kid looks out the window. He says, ah, okay, now I understand. The power. Okay, listen, sometimes you have to be patient. Much nicer than just an empty field. Look at how I know my uncle was doing. He was making it beautiful like this so we could have a good view to see the green fields. And then as it matures, they become gold. You ever see the golden wheat? Gorgeous. You look at the wheat in the field over there. He takes a picture. He says it to his father. Look at this over here. Uncle's a genius, all that. Tomorrow morning, I wake up 5 o'clock in the morning. What do we have for tomorrow morning? Say, hot? Not say, hot. Bring the sickle with you. What's the sickle? My sickle. It goes, uh, the, the, the knife that you used to cut. Gets in the morning, what are you doing? <laughs> Cutting all the wheat down. You're crazy. Finally, <laughs> we got the wheat. Finally, we got, cut the wheat all the way down. Now the field looks worse than it looked. Even more. Now it's all tobabo. Now what? Now, go take the donkeys and we're going to smash the wheat. And they start threshing the wheat. <laughs> My God. The guy is out of his mind. The guy is not taking the wheat. And the... All of a sudden, as they're threshing the wheat, there's thousands of little wheat kernels coming out. Tells the guy, collect all the kernels. He said, how many kernels did you put in the field? We put 10,000. How much did you take out? A million. He can't believe it. The Hafez Haim says, at any point of the stage, he has a question. Until he sees the entire process from the grinding it, to the baking, to the plowing, to the planting, to the, to the reaping. You got to see the whole process. 
Problem is, he was questioning in the middle of a process. Said the Hafez Chaim, when we come to this world, it seems it's plowing the world. Sometimes he takes the tzaddikim with the sickle, cuts them down. And we say to ourselves, what is he doing? What is he doing? But we don't realize that you're only seeing one of the sidurah de pat. There's 11, in, in, in sidurah de pat, there's 11 processes, like the Gemara said. There's 11 uh, melachot. You only see one or two of them. So you ever not understand it. We don't see ever the entire story. If you would be able to see from beginning to end the whole process, you'd have, a, you'd have an understanding. Now, let me give another mashal. The mashal of the Mesadir. Guy comes to the shul the first time, he's a guest. He sees the Mesader. Aliyat Kohen, he invites a guy from one side of the shul. Levi, the other side. Mashlim, over there. Maftir. So the guy can come in. He tells the Shemosh, what, what, what kind of system is this over here? What kind of randomness over here? You invite that guy, you invite this guy. He says, hey, Yabo, this is your first time over here in the shul. Come for one year and you'll see exactly there's a system. He has your site today. He went up last week to the other guy. He has a mini your site next week. There's a there's a science to what we're doing over here. It's not just a, now to somebody that comes to one week, it looks like the Mesadir drank before the Shiur. I mean he looks like he's uh, he doesn't know what he's doing. Same thing in Olamazeh. Olamazeh, you need full, full, full perspective to get the whole the whole story. And nobody really stays around for the whole story. So Imunah says that what? Imunah says there's another half of the story that you don't know. Says the Be'er Yosef, that's why it's Davka Mahasita Shekel. Because since the Shekalim fund which part of the Mishkan, the Adanim. And the Adanim is what? The Yesod. And the Yesod is what? Sadiq Mehunatu Yahyeh. How Sadiq Yahyeh? You have to know Mahasita Shekel. You only know at best half the story. There's the other half that you don't know. And because you don't know that other half, you can't question. You have to say, my, my answer is in the other half. When I know the other half, I got, I got an answer. I once heard a beautiful explanation. When it comes to the, it's a deep, beautiful Peshat. When it comes to the, when it comes to the, um, Kaddish, somebody passes away. So, the Kaddish, besides the main, is to lift the Neshama up. But the Kaddish is also, it says in the Kaddish, V'nehamata. It's a certain Nehama in the Kaddish. So I heard once from one of the tzaddikim, what, what's the nehama? I mean, your name is exalted, you're great, all that. What, what's the nehama here? <coughs> what's the consolation? I mean, technically, a guy, after he says the Kaddish, he should say, feel better. What, what part of the Kaddish is the soothing part of the Kaddish where you say, you know what? Makes me feel better. <coughs> so in the Kaddish, one of the lines we say is, Yehe shemei rabba mevarach. Le'alam. 
Those are the words. Basically is saying, God, you are forever. Beautiful. As long as you know the whole story, that's it. I'm good. I don't have to know. As long as you were here from the beginning to the end, you didn't come in the middle. You're here from day one. To, so therefore, Hashem knows the answer. To, so that gives the guy... I don't have to know the answer. As long as I know that there's an eternal God. So therefore, what, what happened in 2020 is related to what happened in Adam and Rishon and the year 1573 and what's going to happen in 2034. So God has the perspective of Hayahoveh here in front of him. So all these things are happening on three levels. Humans, if they're lucky, they have the perspective of Hove. Do we know all of the Hayah? You know everything that happened but before you? You're lucky if you know your family's history. Yeah, yeah for sure you don't know. Who knows? What, they can't even predict tomorrow's weather. You know, you know what's going to be tomorrow? So therefore, and even in the Hover, most people don't even know how to interpret the events that are happening in the Hover. But there's a God that's la'alam, He has full perspective of the whole story. That's the Nehamata that the mourner has. That's the sort of the Adanim. Oh. I once saw a beautiful explanation. Avram Abinu Shalom. He has the, the test of the Akedah. You know, today they asked the kid in the yeshiva. Abraham Abinu had 10 tests. The kid said, for COVID? I <laughs> don't know what he needs 10 tests for. What was he need 10 tests for? Today, a kid, he's having a test. He thinks it's a COVID test. You stick a thing up your nose. He doesn't know what a test is anymore. You're traumatized. You're traumatized. I mean, they say, they a test? Oh, COVID? <clears throat> so he got the Nisayon of the Akedah. Talk about Sadiq Berakno. I mean, <laughs> it's a difficult one. It's the only son. Abraham Abim doesn't question. Abraham Abim is the father of Emuna. Abraham Abim is the father of Emuna. Abraham, he takes all the Qurban. Where's the, where's the animal? It's like a million dollar question. I see everything. You're missing the main item. Abraham. Elohim yid lo What do you say? What unbelievable explanation. There's answers. You know how the Gemara says, when Mashiach comes, you have Eliyahu and Navi. Eliyahu and Navi is going to answer all unanswered questions. Those are called tikkus. Now, to be honest with you, to most Jews, the tikkus of the Gemara really don't 
bother them. Most people don't lose sleep. They say, what Mashiach want? Because Mbam Mashiach is a tiku, is it Arba'amot be'kavihad? Most people, you know, if, if they make an announcement, Rabotai, we're not answering the tikus. Okay. What's, what's for dinner? No, I'm saying, Jacob, what all the, I, me and bothers. I'm telling most regular people, they don't know there's even a tiku to worry about that there's an answer. They never learned to give out in the first place. But there's going to be certain tikus that everybody has to answer. That's their own tikus. Everybody has their own. Why, Shem, why did it happen? Why did it happen? Explain to me. Why did Sadiq Rala, why did this girl pass away? Why did Sadiqim get in COVID? Why is everybody, what's going on over here? That's one of his functions. He's going to answer. Latit Labor is going to be answers. There was going to be answers. Latit That's when you're going to get the rest of the story. And that's why the Mikubalim say over here, when Yatsaka says, Daddy, what's going on? So what does he say to him? Elohim yir'eh lo haseh le'olah. Rashi Tevot Eliyahu. He's telling him, don't ask questions. That's a tiku. You have good questions. How do you want a great question? Right now, we do the avodah. Tishmi ya'anek kushot ba'ayot. Rabotai. 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 I found an amazing rokeyah. Okay, that's one of these shonim. Rokeah says something incredible. I have the copy of the Rokeah here. I'm going to read what he says. Lashon Kodcho. He says, V'nir'eh. Anu Dati. He's asking the question, why do they call it Masechet Shekalim and not Masechet Hatsi Shekel, Masita Shekel? He says, Nereh Shelam Zubesh Shele'atid, Gbi'at Mashiach Sitkenu, Be'emet Yiten Kol Echad Shekel Shalem. He says, La'atid Lavo, once you get the answer of the other half, you're going to give a full Shekel. Now you're going to have the answer. That's why they called it Masechet Shekalim. Because the goal is that's the way the Hamad. It's Chikalim. I portray it's half. But that has to be half. But not because today you have Emuna. But Lati Lavo. We don't need Emuna. You're going to get the answer. Therefore, it's called Al Shem that. It goes even further. Because what does the Pasuk say? Mahasita Shekel, Beshekel Akodesh. We'll say both. And I understand that today it's Mahasita Shekel. But this Mahasita Shekel eventually is going to be Beshekel Akkod. It's going to be eventually, it's going to be, it's going to move up, it's going to be upgraded. Today it's Mahasit. So he says even deeper. He says, we call this coin Shekel. And we give Mahasit. Shekel has a gematria. I don't care what the gematria is. Shekel also has an atbash. You know atbash? It's very easy. Sheen is a bet. At bash. Kuf at bash gar dak. Dalit. Beauty. And then you have lamid. The lamid is what? 
at bash gar dat with the lamb. At let's work it out. At bash gar dak hats vaf zap has continue tan tan yam khal khaf so the otiyot atbash of shekel is bet dalid khaf how much is bet dalid khaf equal 26. Bet dal khaf. 26. Shem Hashem. Shem Hashem. He says, La'atid lavo. What does it say? La'atid lavo, the Shem is going to be complete. Yudke vavke. When the Shem is complete, you're going to understand everything. But today what we say, the Shem is in half. Kiyad al kesiyah. Milhamal Hashem ba'amalek. That's next week. And therefore, today... It's ma'asita shekel. It's half the shem. You, you, you don't understand the whole thing. He says, that's why we're so mech parashat shekalim to parashat amalek. Because parashat amalek is when the name is going to be complete. Before, before amalek is eradicated, it's ma'asita shekel. Next week, once you get rid of amalek, shekel shalem. Ma'asita shekel shekel kodesh. You got it so far? Based on this, we say one more Hadush. If you look at the Halakha, you look at all the poor scheme, the poor scheme say that a lot of the things we do on Shabbat is me'en olam A lot of things, a lot of practices that we take for granted, but it's olam world. Uh, for example, they say the halah that we eat. It's like the man. We put a board underneath it, we put the bread on top, and we cover it. That's a... No, nobody eats man, we don't eat like that today. The dew on top, the covering, that's already like a... The man of the tzaddikim natit lavo. It says God's going to give man to the tzaddikim natit lavo. Yayin. Why do we open up Shabbat with yayin? The halakha says, keneged yayin and mishumad, yayin that they're going to eat at the big seuda, basar, keneged the basar of... Uh, Shorabar, Tagim, is connected to Vyatan. Everything that we do on Shabbat is already a me'en. We say it, me'en olam abba. Shabbat, me'en olam abba. And they say, it's a, it's a 60th of it. You have a ta'am of it. Tu'ame'aim zaku. Shabbat is also the day of emunah. Clearly, at all the days of the week. It. We can come, sit down with our families. Emunan de Bore, Emunan de Creator, Emunan Hashkacha Pirati. That's the Shabbat. Oh. That's why, since Shabbat is Me'en Olam so what do we call the Shabbat? Shabbat Shekalim. We don't call it Shabbat Mahasita Shekel. Oh. Once you come to Shabbat, you're on Mabah already. Shabbat Shekalim. You're already on Mabah. There's no questions. 
everything is, is, is clear, everything is understood. I'm asking the shekel. For you, Tuesday is asking the shekel. Today is Shabbat. Shabbat is no such thing. Shabbat is the shekel. Shabbat is the shekel. In Olam Abba, you're going to get the other half of the story. Incredible. Wow. In Olam Abba, the other part is going to become understood. The Benish Hai says, Benish Hai says, that's why when the Torah introduces the Bitzvah of Mahzit HaShekel, it hints to you. Se'u et Rosh B'nei Israel. Se'u et Rosh. So he says, what does it mean Rosh? Just say, Se'u B'nei Israel, count B'nei Israel. You're not only counting the heads. You have to count, you have to count the heads. Let's say you count the elbows. What does it mean, Surat Rosh? So the Benish Hai is giving you the sword. It is the main sword of the Shekel, Majid the Shekel. You have to wait for Shabbat. Yom Shukulosh Harahaman, Yanhainenu, Yom Shukulosh Shabbat. So he says, take the word Rosh. So he says, Se'u et Rosh. What is Se'u et Rosh? Lift it. Take the resh and lift it. What happens when you lift the resh? What do you get? The next letter. What's the next letter after resh? Sheen. Take the aleph of rosh. Lift it. What's the next letter you get? Bet. Take the sheen of rosh. Lift it. What's the next letter you get? Shabbat. Taf. Se'u et rosh. Lift the rosh. When you lift the rosh, you get Shabbat. The Benish Chai said that the name is. What? Denyan is the sword of Mahasita Shekel, is the sword of Shabbat. Because once already we come to the Lamb, Yom Shekelosh, Shabbat, Rosh. That's the answer to the question. Siwet Rosh. Get to the Rosh, already you'll have, a, you'll have an understanding. So that's already. Behad Be'adar Mashmi'im ala Shekalim. It's true. Machrizim ala Shekalim, we don't have today. But Mashmi'im ala Shekalim, like the Abderab said. Understanding the Nyan of the Shekel? Of course. You, now you tell me, does Mahzit the Shekel apply? <laughs> and how? Every day. More than any other mitzvah, by the way. It comes out that Mahzit the Shekel is Yesod Binyan. It's the Yesod of the Binyan. It's the Adanim. If anything, Mahzit the Shekel is the, one of the most important. Sadiq That's the one we have to focus on the most, the Mahzit the Shekel, because of what it represents, the moral of the story. That's why. We can understand the halakha now. Halakha says, in the Torah's days, who gave Mahzid a shekel? 20 years old, male. That's it. Now open up the halakha. Today it says, today that we're giving zekh Mahzid a shekel. Even people that are less than 20, give. Then it says, even ladies. Well, ladies are going to Not only ladies, even Children, even ladies that are pregnant. Why? What happened over here? If you're following Zechel, the Shekel, so give it like the Pshad is the Zechel is much more Hamur. The Zechel is the Emunah. When it comes to Emunah, okay, which one's not going to give now? Everybody has to give. Even a baby you're going to give for. Because now you're giving it for the real depth of it. The mashmi'im al shekel. And once you give it for the real reason, see, the, the wise guys say, oh, skin. Right? Well, you got your lady, they're collecting that money, everybody's a hayab. <laughs> uh, uh, for $27, you're connecting yourself to the yad of the shekel. You're collecting yourself to the yad of the emunah. Who, who, who's going to be exempt? Well, tell your wife, you don't need emunah. It's just for the men, 20 and older. When it comes to emunah, nobody's exempt. Therefore, it's ma'azita shekel b'zman azeh. But the shekel ha-kodesh, 
לעתיד לבוא. לנסות שרבנו חוי ינחילנו ליום שקודו שבת, שבת שקלים, חיי עולם הבא ומנוחה אמן כן יעשו.